0: Hi, I'm Connor Svensson, founder and CEO of Web3Labs, and this is your Week in Blockchain on Monday the 7th of June 2021. The leaders this week include Miami's Bitcoin 2021 conference taking place and some of the announcements there. The Binance Smart Chain community are calling for action against the flash loan attacks. Has Elon broken up with Bitcoin? BNY Mellon opens their digital asset services unit. China announces a $6.2 million digital currency giveaway. Comgo closes another funding round for their trade finance platform. One third of DeFi lender Aave's total value locked is now on Polygon and Charge Particles NFT platform for token baskets. The Bitcoin 2021 conference took place this week in Miami and there were a few key announcements that happened during this. One of them was um, the Miami Dard County's commissioner implored attendees of uh, Bitcoin 2021 to move to the region enticing them with their pro-crypto government government initiatives, including the potential creation of a a campus for the Bitcoin industry. uh, Blockchain.com, a New York headquartered crypto company, said that they would actually move their 300 strong business units to Miami. It was also pointed out that the NBA franchise, the Miami Heat, is now sponsored by cryptocurrency exchange FTX, which was co-founded by Sang Bankman-Fried and Gary Wang in 2019. Another huge piece of news was El Salvador um, making a big announcement in the final hours of the conference. The president there, Nayib uh, Bukil, announced that he will send a bill to the country's Congress to recognize Bitcoin as legal tender. A lot of the other information from the announcement was lost because of the loud applause, but the The intent here is actually for El Salvador, if successful, this would become the first place in the world where Bitcoin is actually legal tender. How that would actually fit in with other regulators that deal with El Salvador and other jurisdictions. Dictions does have something of a question mark there, but nonetheless, it's a significant user country trying to to achieve this. Following Elon Musk's tweets over the previous few months about Bitcoin, uh, he posted uh, one this week that indicates that he might have actually broken up with the cryptocurrency. He uh, ha- had an image there which uh, you know showed like a relationship bre- um, breakup and with the hashtag Bitcoin with a broken heart next to it. So, whether this is the last we hear from him uh, remains to be seen. But he did follow up as well with a uh, cartoon he was saying, I miss you. So, uh yeah, who, who knows what will happen there, but we know in the last few weeks anyway, there's certainly been some big announcements from Tesla in terms of, you know, first of all, embracing Bitcoin, but then raising their concerns about the environmental impact, which we spoke about in more detail last week. The Binance Smart Chain community has called for actions uh, after a series of flash loan attacks. You'll recall that the Binance Smart Chain is based on Ethereum. It was something that Binance launched uh, in the second half of last year. Most weeks, uh, we've we've been discussing you know, attacks that have happened uh, often on that platform um, during our episodes of this this podcast. The thing here, though, is that uh, the Binance Smart Chain community, um, you know, they're really calling on the leadership of Binance to try and take some action here because there seems to be a lot of flash loan attacks happening where people find ways to drain money and funds out of these, uh, these DeFi projects that are running on it. It's not to say that it's the only platform that's susceptible, but because there's a lot of activity happening, on it, there uh, the community have taken to Twitter because they really want some of the Binance uh, leadership to actually step in and try and uh, create some sort of controls or take action there. Some more crypto exchange traded products uh, have begun trading on Euronext Paris and Amsterdam. So these are in, these are launched by investment firms Wisdom Tree, Van Eck, Twenty One Shares, and the ETC Group. They've all they're, they're all listing um, exchange traded products, which unlike exchange traded funds uh, are backed by a central party. So if that party goes out of business and investors in the funds will miss out. However, these are going ahead and they began trading on June the 1st. So the actual products here that have been listed, there's the Wisdom Tree Bitcoin and Ethereum products on Euronex Paris and Amsterdam. Uh, the Van- Vanek have got their um, vectors Bitcoin exchange traded note and Ethereum traded note. ETC group have got physical Bitcoin and physical Ethereum. And again, these have all got their own associated management fees associated with them, but at least it, it gives another way in which investors investors can actually get access to these. BNY Mellon, the world's largest custodian bank, has opened up a unit for digital asset services. They express regret about not getting involved with this earlier on, but what they've done is they've created a cryptocurrency custodian framework in, in Dublin, Ireland. Uh, the intent is that they'll uh, provide a number of different services for users, including storage, transferring and issuing of digital assets. Uh, it's actually regulated by the central bank and will deal with uh, Bitcoin and digital currencies and non-fungible tokens. So this is a huge piece of news given uh, how significant BNY Mellon are within the traditional finance industry. And and also there's this, this wider consideration here because banks for, have always been in the business of looking after money on behalf of people. So there is kind of a logical argument that, that they, they're well-placed to provide similar services for crypto-related assets. And so them stepping in here. Here is, is very significant news. The American and Swedish authorities have started to signal there'll be st- stricter crypto oversight and certainly there's been some activity with respect to UK banks restic- restricting transfers to digital currency exchanges. So the financial regulators in Sweden and the US have uh, uh, hinted at in- impending crackdowns on uh, the crypto markets. Part of this is driven by the absence of a consistent framework for this technology and you know, the risks for to consumers with financial crime and so there are announcements there from a number of different regulators in these different regions. Uh, you'll recall previously that we spoke about how in uh, the UK, uh, NatWest and uh, HSBC were not very crypto friendly in terms of uh, the dealings with uh, you know, their account holders there. But also uh, Starling, Monza and Barclays have reportedly suspended payments to cryptocurrency exchanges to uh, address high levels of suspected financial crime with these payments that they've seen. It's, it's kind of funny to see how you know at one side you've got these banks really clamping down in order to um, protect consumers but also um, you know, pre- prevent things like money laundering. But then you've also got them opening up all sorts of services as well to cater for investors who actually want to get exposure to the asset classes. So it's kind of an interesting mix in terms of what's happening on both sides there. Coinbase have announced that their Visa debit card is now linked with... Apple Pay and Google Pay. This is something that's uh, been in circulation for quite a long time where people can actually use their crypto to pay for transactions with Visa um, but by integrating it with Apple Pay and Google Pay uh, certainly you know, makes, make, makes it a lot more convenient for users to actually use it especially with the significant growth of these services that we've seen during the pandemic as well. The debit card also includes some opt-in crypto rewards including 1% back in Bitcoin and uh, 4% Sent back in lumens which is the native token of the Stellar blockchain A guggenheim uh, they they've launched a new fund and they may be investing in bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies they made a filing to the sec uh, where they actually said that they may, may get this exposure there with it so again it'll be a, a, another big name here potentially embracing crypto even more china's capital city of beijing have a uh, announced they're going to hold a lottery for residents with a total prize pool of 40 million Renminbi, which is 6.2 million US dollars. The actual winnings will be distributed using the country's upcoming central bank digital currency. This has been reported by Reuters. Google have uh, clarified the advertising rules for cryptocurrency uh, exchanges and wallets. These groups will have to reapply for, for certification under the new rules that are coming in later this year and the point is is that a company needs to be registered with Fincent as a money service business uh, and at least one state as a money transmitter, um, or be registered solely with a federal or state chartered bank entity. This is, this has obviously been an ongoing problem for crypto businesses because of the amount of fraud and scams that operate in the space. They need to have good legislation in place to ensure that you know when you get these adverts on widely used platforms such as Google, for these that uh, they are legitimate ent- entities that are advertising to consumers. So it's it's good to see that there's some um, some more structured regulation being put in there. British banking giant Standard Chartered is getting into the crypto industry now as well. Uh, Their innovation and ventures unit SC Ventures is collaborating with an Asian partner to launch a digital asset brokerage and exchange platform for institutional and corporate clients in the UK and Europe. The intent here is to target European markets uh, connecting institutional traders to counterparties in order to deliver deep pools of liquidity in Bitcoin, Ethereum and other cryptos. Anchorage and the crypto-focused Bankprov are to provide Ethereum-backed loans. So institutional clients who use Anchorage Digital for custody will be able to use their ETH as collateral for USD loans. That's that's actual USD loans, not USDC loans. Anchorage is a crypto custodian. And so this, this again, is just another innovation bridging these uh, the, the conventional fiat world with, with crypto there. The Solana blockchain, which has, there's been a lot of talk about recently, they're raising up to $450 million. Again, it's, it's another platform that's being positioned as a so-called Ethereum killer um, but they've raised a large amount of money to scale up their ambitions including that they want to become one of the go-to homes for decentralized applications. Apparently uh, they're raising between 300 and 450 million and they had planned to close a smaller round in March but they've then planned to increase this. This was due to high demand. Uh, Solana have also launched a 20 million fund to advance the ecosystem. This was weeks after they drew 60 million in funding for projects in Brazil uh, Russia, India and Ukraine. One of, one of the problems that a lot of these protocols face is that they build this great technology but then they need to develop the ecosystem. So we're seeing you know, more and more of these funds being created in order to in- incentivize developers to actually build on top of their platforms. The Ethereum 2 network we've seen now more than 5 million ETH has been sent to the, the deposit contract. So that's uh, the time of recording that's 5.2 million ETH which is worth about 13.6 billion dollars. The crypto exchange volume crossed two trillion in May which was the the highest ever volume we've we've ever seen. Uh, No doubt uh, with all of the selling activity that happened too that uh, certainly resulted in this this higher figure Um, but again it's a significant milestone to actually uh, reach. I've also seen the Ethereum transaction fees hit their lowest levels since January because of the downturn we've seen in the crypto markets and so the average price is now down to uh, just over $7 which was the lowest it had been seen since the end of January where they were just under $7. The Ethereum also saw 46.8 million worth of institutional inflows last w- week uh, with investors taking advantage of the low market prices. Cryptology is to invest 100 million in crypto venture funds. The Cryptology Asset Group, an investment firm co-founded by Mike uh, Novogratz and Chris Christian Angermeyer, has, uh, they've committed to invest 100 million in crypto-related venture funds over the next two years. And Kraken, as well, have launched a new mobile app with the support of over 50 tokens. Kraken's one of the we've spoken about them previously, and that they're due to be going public next year. But they're a, a widely used exchange, but not quite on the, as, as widely used as uh, the, the competitors Coinbase and Binance. Uh, but nonetheless, this is them trying to you know, capitalise more um, with, with the success that Binance and Coinbase have seen with the consumers on the different app stores. They're also talking to the advantages that their technology provides for better execution prices and so on. Um, but often you know, we, we know it's, it's usability that uh, tends to be the, the biggest drive. Uh, in enterprise news, the blockchain trade finance firm Comgo has raised 29 million. This is its third round of funding. The, the Comgo blockchain is a trade finance platform. Targeting the commodities sector, it was launched in 2018 by a consortium including ING, ABN Amro, Shell, Societe Generale, and a number of other leading organisations. And so, you know, it's, it's big news there. Just of course, we know that trade finance is one of the very strong use cases for blockchain. But given all of the institutional support behind Comgo and that you know, they've been silently building for the last few years, again, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's it's good it's good to see that they're continuing to to grow and get get more funding there. Polygon have, and AU21 Capital have announced a $21 million fund to support Polygon developers. And again, this is to just try and help grow the ecosystem. Polygon comes up a lot uh, in, in terms of the, these discussions each week because a lot of companies and protocols are starting to build offerings on top of it. So this will no doubt help further with that. Master Ventures have now launched a $30 million Polkadot fund. And so th- this, again, is uh, to help grow the Polkadot ecosystem. Indeed. DeFi news the Ethereum DEX aggregator 0x has launched on Polygon so that again it's, a, it's another entry point for developers which enables them to actually take advantage of the scaling provided by the Polygon platform. The DeFi protocols also generated more than 370 million in revenue during May and mm-hmm. uh, so again it's just showing more and more traction happening in this space. Taking the top spot was Uniswap which reached uh, just under $154 million. So SushiSwap was the next largest at 20.3 followed by Aave at 16.6 and again these were these were all on Ethereum so the things like PancakeSwap and Binance Smart Chain weren't weren't in this report. There's been an announcement that Uniswap's going to be sponsoring the esports squad team Secret with a grant of just over $100,000. There was a post from Team Secret uh, saying that they're going to create educational content around Uniswap and cryptocurrencies and develop esports uh, industry activation. For the partnership. Consensus, the blockchain technology company, have pledged support for a Uniswap governance pr- proposal to set aside tokens for a new decentralized finance fund for political lobbying. Uh, The proposal was actually made by the Harvard Law School blockchain and fintech initiative for uh, creation of a fund that would finance existing and new political groups engaged in crypto policy making and lobbying to defend DeFi against regulation. So no doubt there will be more regulation that comes in the future but right now one of the great things about DeFi is so much innovation is happening because there isn't uh, so much regulation there. There is of course the downside with the different attacks that we're seeing but at the same time things can at a fantastic rate, there. The other significant news um, in, in DeFi is uh, on the Aave protocol, which we mentioned in the leaders there. Their total value locked has soared past 20 billion, with one third of this actually on its layer two platform, Polygon. So, Polygon, we've with- Mentioned earlier on their developer fund, and they they have come up a lot here, but they're they're one of the leading Ethereum scaling protocols, and so to sh- just to have one third of their assets that are locked on the platform on Polygon is not not only a significant um, figure, of course, but it also shows a high degree of faith in the actual Polygon protocol there. So again, it's you know it's, it's big news for Polygon, and no doubt very helpful for Aave as well as it ultimately provides a better user experience for people when they they're able to make use of these layer two scaling technologies as the transaction fees are not as high and also the transactions happen faster too. In the NFT news, uh, the crypto exchange Corbett is launching South Korea's first NFT marketplace. On this platform, NFT creators will be able to auction their digital assets on the website and they'll be carried out on Ethereum. The NBA. MLB, NFL and NHL partner Fanatics have uh, launched a NFT platform. Fanatics is a popular sports merchandise company um, and they've actually teamed up with Galaxy Digital, the CEO who you heard about earlier, Mike Novogratz, and uh, this time Gary Vanachuk who's a very famous uh, influencer, to launch a non-fungible token company called C- Candy Digital. How this affects some of the other companies that have got agreements in place, such as Dapper Labs with NBA Top Shops, remains to be seen but um again this, this this is significant news again for sports fans in the NFT space in australia the first ever nft exhibition is coming to melbourne uh, the nft stars marketplace they're all organizing this exhibition called cedus the idea here is that they're going to uh, introduce the audience to the world of digital art and it will uh, it will run during july for for 10 days introducing a diverse range of artists and include an educational program real cryptopunks has uh, also announced uh, Unique NFT collection with Vitalik Buterin images, and so this this is combining the picture of Vitalik along with CryptoPunks. Uh, They've created a series to determine what it would look like if pixelated characters were real life beings. With the real CryptoPunks, there's all sorts of different uh, things that they're doing here to create these characters, such as having like apes, alien, and zombies with specific punks, um, and also having different rarity tiers there as well. And they'll be compatible with the, the usual. NFT marketplaces. So uh, again these uh, these tokens are still being issued at the moment but it'll be interesting to see where, where they get to. There's a new NFT protocol which is being launched called Charge Particles which is an NFT protocol that's Enables people to actually create baskets as NFTs that contain other NFTs or um, actual regular tokens. The intent there is that people have the freedom to actually really configure NFTs that hold baskets of what they want. That people can then actually get exposure to, and they can time lock the time lock these assets into it. So again, it's it's a very fascinating innovation because it gives people the flexibility to easily pull together the different NFT and non-NFT assets that they own and they actually create an interest bearing token for it as well. Uh, Etherscan 2 have launched a NFT Toolkit, uh, which will en- enable people to track the NFT activity on Ethereum. Given how widely used EtherScan is for viewing details of transactions and so on and so forth, um, it's it's really helpful for them to actually provide better support for NFTs. Uh, certainly, a lot of the time it's quite hard to make sense of exactly what's happening there. So it's uh, you know it's it, it's 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 good news to see that moving forward. Then also the crypto exchange FTX has uh, launched an NFT marketplace the platform is hosted on the main NFT TX exchange as well as their US website. The the tokens that are being listed there are based on both uh, Solana and Ethereum. And then Animoca Brands subsidiary is planning to launch a a collection of Olympics-themed NFTs. The International Olympic Committee is partnering with Enway, a subsidiary of Animoca Brands, to launch these tokens. They're tokenized physical badges that celebrate posters, mascots, and more from the Olympic Games' 125-year history. Moving on to our metrics, the crypto market cap is up just over 6% to $1.65 The assets locked in DeFi are up 10% to 66 billion the seven-day NFT sales are down uh, almost 33% to $12 million over the period with an average sale price down by a similar amount to $535. That's all we have for this week. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast, leave reviews uh, and l- like the videos on our YouTube channel and comment there as well. It would be great to hear what you think. Links to all items discussed are available in the show notes and on our website, weekinblockchain.com. We're also hosting a weekly clubhouse room every Monday at 12pm Eastern, 5pm GMT if you'd like to discuss any of the items we've covered here. Thanks and I'll see you next week.